Well, hello there. Let the Monday morning ruckus begin here on the internet. I am Jake Payne, about to bring you things you might have heard for the weekend. We're going to give you the latest information that all happened over the weekend uh, from politics, information, current events, and pop culture. As your new side piece, we're going to give you a bunch of things that did not get the main headlines because there are reasons for that. The main headlines are pretty grim, pretty stock, and, you know, kind of important. But these things that we're going to talk about here are things that you vetted over the weekend, snuck them in there inside of our feeds, and you told us that they're worth talking about, so we will talk about it. Not really talking about DJT, but we're talking around him, if you will, as we get to the big story in a moment. And we have today... Although it's probably worse to try to do this. 11 stories to get to you for the headlines for today, vetted by you and, of course, curated by me. Check out how that happens by going to our website and figuring out how the feeds work. We'll explain that in about 12 minutes once we're done with the headlines. But we'll tell you how you get a chance to do the work and get us to work on what we're going to talk about. So go to our main website, which is this. It's a conversationproject.com. Anytime you feel like it, but not right now, because you're listening to this or watching this and you can help. A lot of stuff. And we're going to continue on our March pledge driving. So, yeah, we're going to beg in a little bit. So bear with us on that. one. But first, the goods. Starting off with our first story. Ooh, we're at the end of the list. That's not where we should be. We should be here. Which is Manhattan DA Alan Bragg privately warns of intimidation after Trump calls for protests. Now, the actual story on this is that on on Saturday, Saturday morning, Donald Trump put out on Truth Social that he's going to New York to speak to the grand jury about the Manhattan DA's office about uh, the the check writing thing, not the thing about the possible rape, not the thing about, you know, the, the insurrection, not those things. But the thing that they're going to basically take the first shot at, oh, not about him trying to steal votes in Georgia. The thing they're going to take a first shot at and seeing maybe whether they can actually prosecute the former president is on the check that was written by Michael Cohen, given to Stormy Daniels, that was, of course, repaid by Donald Trump, and was that um, obstruction of justice in all that case. It's, it's actually more complicated than it sounds. It, the, the basic crime is what it is. The crime is he wrote a check to pay someone off. Okay. Uh, but the cover-up, as most things are, is the worst part. Now, Donald Trump will go to New York and speak to the DA's office, speak to the grand jury, and he says he's going to get arrested, so he wants people to protest and take our country back. I have likened that on social media as saying storm the gates. Some people think that it's a bit uh, overdone, and then I remind them January 6th happened, and those were literally gates being stormed. We will see what happens here, but Miami, or I'm sorry, Manhattan DA uh, Alvin Bragg is saying to everybody out there, do not take up this intimidation stuff that Trump is throwing out there. Do not fall for it. Do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe in this case. It's intimidation. It's what's going to happen. And what's been noticed in a lot of news stories this morning, uh, New York deals with this. Yes, there were Capitol Police officers uh, there for January 6th, but New York City has 3,000, 30,000 police officers around, and they handle about 400, 500 uh, parades a year. And they know how to handle stuff. So if you want to go to New York and, and mess around, you're going to find out pretty quickly because New York ain't going to play with you this week. Let's go to the next story, which was the actual top story by whole bunches. Prince Harry sues tabloid for defamation over story on police security protection. Harry's attorney asked the judge to strike the publisher's defense 
or to deliver a summary judgment in his favor, saying the facts did not support the publisher's substance pleading defense, the substance pleaded defense, that's in quotes, and that the article expressed an honest opinion. That's what the paper says. Larry's lawyers have said the prince is reluctant to bring his children to his hometown because it's not safe, homeland, not safe. The government says it is impossible, but uh, Associated Newspapers over uh, a Mail and Sunday uh, article suggested that the prince actually lied in his initial public statement about the suit against the government, saying the government, you know, you know, is actually doing all it can to kind of keep up with folks and not that the government is not doing what it can to keep his family safe. And so the prince is suing. How much did you guys enjoy that? How much did you guys get into that story? Well, this story on its own was published on Friday, lasted the whole weekend. It got 12% of the total engagement of all stories over the weekend, over 90 stories for three days and five hours. So that many folks were into this one on the long stretch of the news. Not so long stretch of the news, but something that popped up as pretty important. A little hard to, to display, to explain in this little dizzy here but go to our website click on the links or just search for ubs and credit suisse ubs is offering to buy credit suisse for one billion dollars in a race to save the bank we had i think three actual postings two were popping the top of my head on ubs essentially trying to you know raise some money to buy credit suisse and save credit suisse credit suisse is a european bank it's not one of the american banks that failed over the last week but it's a european bank that's dealing with the same sort of issues and the same sort of just internet uh, era type um, not knowledge, if you will. People with a lot faster access to their banks and a lot faster access, easier access to other people's information are panicking. And big banks, which are over leveraged, you know, a lot of money in them that's not actually secured, people get scared. And so Credit Suisse had a run on itself over the weekend. And other banks have paid some money to shore them up. And UBS is trying to buy this bank out to sort of, you know, give it a little extra protection. We'll see how that one works up. They may have actually put in everything and maybe may a done deal uh, by the time you hear this because it's overseas stuff. Let's go to the next story, which is California will rehab San Quentin prison, emphasizing rehab, remake San Quentin prison, emphasizing rehab 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 itself california officials announced on thursday that san quentin state prison will be transformed into a lockup with less dangerous prisoners uh then they'll receive more education more training more habilitation most of the state's nearly 700 inmates facing death sentences are in prison in this facility which is why it's the subject of you know fabled rumors in many many movies of people getting in getting out and, and it's basically known as the place where you lock up the ver- people. Governor Newsom saying that's not going to be the case going forward. They're going to make this more a rehab type facility. Good luck with that. Let's move on to the next story. The Wire and John Wick star Lance Riddick dead at 60. Uh, This was a shocker that happened. His wife um, talked about the fact that we've lost him too soon. And just the the timing of this could not be any stranger. Of course, John Wick the fourth edition coming out in about a week or two. Uh, there was a premiere a few days ago, which Mr. Riddick was not at. Uh, Mr. Riddick was not at. No one said why he wasn't there, but he did put out pictures of him and his dogs because John Wick, you know, loves dogs. Dogs are a big part of the John Wick movie in the lure. 
course, he played a character on The Wire for uh, all the seasons of that that story, that that show. Uh, very um, popular, very storied uh, series, if you will. Very groundbreaking, The Wire it was. Also played various characters, all sorts of things. He's that face that you know. You may not know known what Mr. Reddick's name was. You may not know his name was Lance Reddick, but you know him from plenty of things. And when he shows up, you know, bad things are about to happen. That's kind of how. That's kind of how you get from that thing. He played a lot of those type of roles. Uh, we are mourning the loss of the great actor and sharing love and support for the family and friends of Mr. Lance Riddick, dead at age of sixty. Next story: Taylor Swift rewards fans with forty-four songs at epic opening concert on the Ares tour. Of course, opening in Swift City i.e. Uh, Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the show at State Farm Stadium uh, near Phoenix uh, had 44 songs, numerous moving set pieces, squads of dancers and backup singers, a quick change costume parade, confetti pyro, synchronized blinking wristbands, and a gorgeous curved video screen. She roared the fans with singing, dancing, storytelling, sweating, and strutting on the main stage for a lengthy catwalk. It was a pretty, pretty big thing. And the Eras tour spans the country in uh, 50, 51 more dates throughout August, including a second round in Glendale uh, happening on Saturday. So they, they got two big ones to kick off their Swift City uh, tour <laughs> for the Eras tour. If you love Taylor Swift, then you're uh, in for a big treat because this apparently is going to be a pretty big show. If you hate Taylor Swift, deal with it because this is going to be a pretty big show and she's going to basically stick her tongue at everybody out there who hates her because, you know, haters going to hate, players going to play, and she's just going to shake, shake, shake it off shake it off our next story Ticketmaster. speaking of taylor and hating folks Ticketmaster will give partial refunds on tickets for the cure tour now after several days filled with complaints about excessive fees because of Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster has agreed to give back ten dollars per ticket oh to all verified fan accounts for lower lower ticket price transactions the cure is trying to reduce costs for its fans by skewing the so-called dynamic pricing plan that escalates when tickets pricing based on demand ticketmaster has been embroiled in controversy for decades decades after what many fans believe are excessive fees because they are not what many fans believe pretty much everybody including ticketmaster but ticketmaster is making money so they make it happen Good news on this one. We'll see how long it'll take till they can actually get Ticketmaster to, you know, bow down and not do all the stupid stuff and maybe not be Ticketmaster anymore. Of course, the joke that Ticketmaster puts fees on tops of fees because they can do fees. Not so much a joke, more or less. It's just kind of it, it is. It is. Oops, back up one step. Conservative writer Bethany Mandel can't define woke. If you've not seen this video that went viral over the weekend or basically Thursday to Friday and we just kept up with it, then you are missing out some pure Internet gold. Bethany Mandel wrote a book, wrote a book about wokeness and was asked by an interviewer uh, while she was talking about wokeness. Well, define wokeness. We bring this up a lot. What, how do you define wokeness in which she won? could not define it, and to state it in the middle of her bad non-definition, this is one of those things that's going to go viral, and it did. It was the hardest thing to watch, but it was the most glorious thing to watch at the same time, and it was something that could have been easily prevented, considering she wrote a book about being woke and how being woke is an issue. She should have had a elevator pitch 30-second answer, or she could have said, woke is a 
is is a is a definition of definition of woke is something that is uh sort of it's, uh, different for each person each person takes a, def- a different personal definition to wokeness and how it's defined she could have did that and kind of rolled off with that with a non-answer like that the problem she's an idiot pretty much she's kind of just buying living off the woke stuff to make a buck a quick buck off a book it was pretty horrible but glorious winnie the pooh blood and honey name one of the worst movies ever now this is a movie that did not have to exist this is a movie that exists mostly because the copyrights for um winnie the pooh went out of date about a year and a half ago and so this thing was basically in the chamber ready to go uh ready to rock roll when things happen The movie, the Grinch-inspired horror tale of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet going on a murder spree in the Hundred Acre Woods, uh, was made for $100,000 and earned about $4 million. I think everybody, except the Pooh lovers, are pretty happy about this. Didn't cost much money, made a big chunk of money. Some people got entertained, some people got grossed out, but they were got the curiosity uh, enriched. And everybody's not happy. But the people that made $4 million on a $100,000 million, $100, movie, I think they're pretty happy. Now, I said 11 stories today. We're sneaking into that are semi-related. Number one, Ben Affleck's Michael Jordan biopic, Air, gets raves at South by Southwest. And Taron Edgerton's Tetris earns positive first reactions. Mostly because these are two movies that probably really shouldn't exist. A movie about how Air Jordans were created. And a movie about how Tetris was brought to America and took to over the world by storm. Two movies that seem like very, very dull topics. Uh, two things that may be good enough for documentaries that might be interesting. As major motion picture starring very famous people. It's one of those things that um, it's it's revolutionary that these things happen. One, the Air Jordans, how tennis shoes became what they are today. Sneakerheads get to see into the insights of how uh, Nike was able to, you know, essentially steal Michael Jordan for and, and, and turn use him as an icon as he made his iconic way into basketball that make it that make shoes iconic and Tetris. A little tiny little game that somebody found and decided uh, he was going to go to Russia and get the rights, put it on the Game Boy, and sell it to millions of people and make this the biggest game in the world. Uh, check out the links for those stories because they are very interesting. Very interesting, though, how those things happen, how they got to be, where they got to be. Let's go to our teaser story today. Running a little long because yeah, we did extra stories. So our teaser story for today is a story that we may talk about in the future future being tomorrow if you deem this one worthy and that's simple you just go to our websites website feed should say on twitter and facebook twitter.com slash th underscore conversation and facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and you engage in a story like them love them hate them share them more engagement you get better chance we get to talk about it tomorrow tuesday through friday we will go through the top eight stories of 15 less stories because it's only about 30 stories a day but more concentration in the best stories if you will headline britney don trial fitness turned christian influence will stand trial in texas over claims she ripped people off with online personalized fitness program now this is what i really want to talk about because i have a thing in my you know my weird fascination my weird studies and the things i do uh with bad businesses bad business people and i have a thing where i really get in the study of people who are essentially snake oil salesmen and carpetbaggers uh because back in the day 
uh, it was much easier to be a snake oil salesman because by the time people got sick off the snake oil you were selling, you were long gone. In the internet age, you're not long gone. You're fairly easy to find and you're always there. This is a case that I really am going to watch heavily and the online people that I watch, online lawyers that watch these things are ready to get into this one. We'll talk about this in bigger detail tomorrow. You tell me, follow the feeds on Facebook and Twitter, and you tell me if this is a story that we need to chat about tomorrow. Now let's talk about chatting up right now. AppSumo is a website that can save you bucks, save you time, save you money, and save you as a personal development person or as a business person a lot of headaches. You can buy into many great software packages for mostly lifetime deals. You pay one cost right now and you get it forever. This is one of the things that drains my pocketbook, drains my business account every single month or technically three months. About every three months, I buy something off AppSumo to put into the kitty to work on things here. I have a long list of things that I want to get into, but everybody, you know, you know, have to ration things out. AppSumo was always pulling out of my wallet, but what it does, it saves me money, time, and a lot of headaches. Not so much hair, because hair is pretty much gone, but it saves a lot of headaches with the tools they have. You'll find some of the great tools that are out there, like Evernote and things like that, started off as once as AppSumo one-time deals, and people who bought them early are earning the dividends. You can, too. Go through this. It's a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo. This is a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo, spelled A-P-P-S-U-M-O. And when you go there, tell Rabbi Can't Lose Uncle Noah, I said hi, because... Because, 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 because. Let's talk very quickly about the Conversation Project, because mostly we're going to talk about funding the Conversation Project, or more funding for the Conversation Project. The Conversation Project is a website. There you go. This is conversationproject.com is the website home for the Conversation Project, where we provide for you this thing here. Whether you're watching it in video form or listening in audio form, this is one of our main products for the Conversation Project. Things you might not have heard, Monday through Friday, the podcast, the video cast, what you want to call it. We also have weekend things that give you more perspective on, on stuff. A newsletter, which makes it easy to digest some of these stories. And there's a lot of other things built into my larger media brand, More Better Media. But what we're looking for in this month is to secure more funding. And you can help us out. If you think we're providing for you things that are of great content, great value, uh, it's cliche, but it's the, you know, it's the pledge drive model. Help us out. Go to this. It's the conversationproject.com slash partnerships. It's the partnerships button at our website. And look for ways that you can partner up. And that is directly help fund this thing. We're looking for $200 of sustained income, continuous income from this month. We're going to short it up this month to buy more AppSumo things and buy more technical gear and hire in uh, a couple of people. I have a couple of people who are going to work on some part-time basis to help me work on some stuff here. I need to fund that. And they're not very expensive. They just need some funding to make it legit. And that's what we're looking for. Honestly, we need to hire some folks, buy some gear, add a couple of those software packages, and pretty up the place, if you will. Check us out at our partnerships page at our website. If that's good, you can go to our sponsors page and just visit any sponsor. That always helps. And the most important thing is follow us on the feeds. Follow us on our feeds and engage with stories so we have the content to give. If you can't give monetarily, just give a little effort. It helps a bunch. Now, also helps a bunch so I can do these things here, the fun stuff. And it is 
time to go into the today things you might have heard about, starting with the birthdays for March 20th. Hal Linden, Barney Miller, 92 years old. Anybody younger than 37, maybe even maybe even not, not quite 40, uh, has no idea who Barney Miller is. Barney Miller, back in the days of reruns of all old shows, Barney Miller was a, a comedy cop show, much in the vein of Brooklyn Nine-Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, things like that, and um, Reno 911, things like that. It was uh, hilarious. It wasn't like like everything today is a, a you know, everything's a, a, a documentary type stuff, but it was a precinct in the middle of, of New York with a bunch of really crazy cops dealing with really crazy crimes and things like that. Hal Linden, of course, if you really remember, really going to go deep into it, um, a Bogota fish, stuff like that. Anyone probably... Uh, under 45 has no idea what I'm talking about, but trust me, it's the bomb. Find it on YouTube, Barney Miller. And Hal Linden is 92 years old today. Happy birthday, you great old man. Spike Lee, who is getting his love again now that it's March Madness time because he's in the commercials for Capital One uh, Bank. 66 on the day. And Baron Trump, whose birthday it's today. Yes, we talked about his dad earlier on. He's 17 years old. He's really tall. And that's where we're cutting the line off. Baron Trump is Donald Trump's son. He's really tall. He's 17. That's all we got. What do we have that's really cool today? Today, March the 20th, is the first day of spring. Spring officially springs on this day. So congratulations. You've made it. Go out there and enjoy the first day of spring. Uh, if you're spring breaking already, then enjoy the week of spring break. If you get that, uh, enjoy the, the change. Although for most people, it's still cold, it's still really rainy, and there's snow on the ground. So, yeah, today's first day of spring. History lesson for today. Today in history, in 1916, Albert Einstein published his general theory of relativity. I think you've heard of that one. In 1996, a jury in Los Angeles convicted Eric and Lau Menendez of first-degree murder in the shotgun slayings of their millionaire parents. That was a pretty big deal back in 96 and one of those true crime things that essentially people being interested in stories like this uh, is growing the true crime genre right here. And only back in 2020, after 20 years with the New England Patriots, yeah, he, he has 20 years at that point, six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback Tom Brady agreed to move to Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a two-year, $50 million guaranteed deal. Now, this was in lieu of already essentially signing his Fox deal already just sort of having his back pocket worked out for for him very well the first year first time he took a team his, his second team to the super bowl that's that before first time the team that was the home team played at home and won the super bowl you have that uh not quite a spectacular when when the patriots uh you know came back to beat the, the falcons of course they weren't a team as bad as the falcons uh of course the extended year loses Ames is loses his kids, you know, but going to Fox, he's going to so good for him. And he's just eat all that crazy ice cream. One more thing you might not have heard for today. Things were just or that we really actually bring our emotional eating is no be honest. According to research, actually, food often 
changes regardless of eating behaviors. But people who were in bad mood or eating better I one thing I can do today first day of spring Monday the 20th of March 2023 I am Jay Cleveland thank you so much for being with us for project that's uh that's about a decade on its own uh that you know when time you know when time comes for a shift we make a shift we make a pivot and you guys stick around if you want us to help stay if you want to just help Next slide. If you're in the best time of the year right now, if you're in one of those moods, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, a text message. Always, uh, there are 988line.org. And talk to someone 24-7 in English or in Spanish. But importantly, the most important thing is to just enjoy the day. Yeah, it's a Monday, but it's the first day of spring. Get out there. Enjoy yourself. Love you all. Mean it so, so much. Let's do this thing again.